It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And welcome back to Decal Download. I'm Rich Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, along with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. For the seventh consecutive year, Decal is calling for families and caregivers to increase awareness of the dangers of leaving children unattended in vehicles. Commissioner, this is in conjunction with National Heat Stroke Prevention Day, recognized nationally on July 1st, which urges Americans to understand how to prevent pediatric vehicular heat stroke. Yes, absolutely. Look again as our annual campaign uh, to remind anyone who cares for a child about the dangers of leaving their child in a car even for a minute. Um, And it's never necessary to leave your child and it's just dangerous. And so we always try to bring awareness to that every year. And, you know, every year I have a friend or an acquaintance who says, do you really have to remind people about that every single year? But the data and the research that we have says yes, because we continue to see these incidents. You know, you're right. And I think we have those discussions internally every year, right? You know, do we need to continue to do uh, the campaign? It's such a simple message, but it's such an important message. And you're right. We continue to see individuals not understand uh, the severity of it. Um, And so, yeah, and especially this year, everyone's out of their routine more than usual, uh, as they've been sheltering in place and now maybe you're getting back to work or more comfortable going out to a restaurant or a grocery store. And so I think now this year, more than ever, it's, it's a good reminder for folks. So joining us to talk about our annual Look Again campaign and ways to prevent pediatric vehicular heat stroke is Rhonda Parker, Child Care Services Director of Field Operations here at DECAL. And we're happy to have with us Dr. Andrew Grunstein, a professor of geography at the University of Georgia in Athens. Folks, welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Rhonda, let's start with you. DECAL licenses and regulates child care programs here in Georgia. How did we get involved in specifically this public awareness campaign around never leaving children in vehicles? Well, um, DECAL's top priority is the health and safety of Georgia's children. And the campaign started back in 2013, in conjunction with Safe Kids Worldwide. And at that time was Governor Nathan Dill and First Lady Sandra Dill and leaders of several other state agencies. And just to provide um, the statistical facts that guided the campaign, in um, physical year of 2012, we had 21 children in the state that were left on the vehicles and a child's death in 2011. And we know that just one child left alone in a vehicle is one too many. And so the campaign is geared to help prevent child injury or death due to a child being left alone in a vehicle. And so we launched this campaign uh, because we believe the solution to these preventable tragedies is a combination of education and public awareness. And as a state agency responsible for the oversight of licensing of regulation of child care, we partner with advocates and supporters to heighten awareness of the dangers of leaving children unattended in a vehicle. And Rhonda, occasionally in child care, we'll see, um, we'll receive uh, complaints of children being left in vehicles. And then, of course, we'll do an investigation. Can you talk a little bit about how DECAL is involved in those investigations? Um, sure, Commissioner. Um, our agency is responsible responsible for the licensing and regulations of the child care industry in Georgia. And so over 370,000 children across the state depend on about 
4,400 licensed child care providers daily, and most of those providers transport children on a regular basis to and from home, after school, the child care center, and also on field trips. And so how we become involved in these investigations, of course, we're made aware of incidents by uh, receiving calls from the public or provider self-report. When a child is left in a vehicle for a few minutes to several hours, and we're mandated to investigate each incident. And so just to give you some um, statistical background on the investigations, um, during physical year of 2019, we investigated 19 children being left in vehicles by child care providers statewide. And in physical year of 2020, nine children have been left. And of course, those numbers are much lower because during the pandemic, transportation and field trips were suspended. But thankfully, all of these children um, did survive. Uh, we know that one child left unattended in a vehicle is one child too many. And despite our best efforts, these numbers still show that there's still work to be done. So that's how we became involved in these investigations. Dr. Grunstein, as a professor of geography working in the area of applied climatology, you've been raising awareness around vehicular heat stroke uh, for many years now. How did you first become involved in this area? Yeah, I, I actually stumbled upon it reading our local newspaper. I, I read a story about a, a foster mom um, in Jackson County, one of the neighboring counties around Athens that forgot her child in a car and the child died. And, you know, I'd never heard about this before. But I became interested in studying, you know, what happens in the car that can make it so dangerous. And that led me to get more involved in some of the prevention efforts. So uh, much of the concern here is around how much faster temperatures rise inside a car than outside, even if you have a window cracked. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, all of us that drive cars and have left it out in the sun, you know, recognize that you get in the car and it's much, much hotter than it is outside. And the reason for this is because of what we call a greenhouse effect. The uh, sunlight goes through the windows of the car, it heats up the interior, but that heat gets trapped in the car and it continues to build. And as an example, in an hour, a car can heat up 40 or 50 degrees. And to give you a more dramatic example, I, I left my car outside in Athens uh, one summer day and for several hours, and it reached 170 degrees. And you could imagine how dangerous that is for a, a child or, you know, some people even leave their pets in cars, how dangerous that can be. Now, as you've studied children left in vehicles nationwide, it appears the reasons for that fall into maybe three different categories. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. What we see is when children get left in hot cars or, or you know, uh, there's several different ways that these happen. Most of the cases, about over 50% of when parents uh, forget about children. Um, and then the remaining cases are when children um, you know, might get into an unlocked vehicle and, and get trapped in there. Um, and then occasionally you also have parents that intentionally leave their children in cars. And one of the things that just sort of resonated with me and you know, looking at some of these stories, you know, in 2018, we lost over 50 children. And in 2019, another 50. Those are our two worst years on record. A recent story, the news kind of st you know stuck with me in, in terms of you know how these things can happen. It was about a, an army veteran, um, and he's a social worker who works with disabled veterans. Um, and he dropped his four-year-old son off at daycare, and he forgot about his twins. And he drove to work, and you know completed his workday, and came out and realized his two children were in the back seat. 
And you know, that's a classic example of, of how people can forget. And it's shocking how that can happen, but it does. You know, that's one of the most common ways it can happen. And it's also an example that you know, this can happen to anyone. Um, and that's kind of why I really like the slogan that Georgia uses that look again, because we all need to be really careful about you know, recognizing this can happen to any of us. And that middle category that we were talking about, one is them forgetting, uh, parents forgetting that their children are in there. And I guess maybe we camp there for just a moment. Is that about multitasking, doing too many things at one time, maybe your routine being interrupted? What have you found in that area? Yeah. In fact, there's a professor in Florida that studies this. It's called forgotten baby syndrome. And the, a lot of times this happens when you change your routine. So let's say uh, the parent that normally drives their child to daycare um, you know, can't do it and um, the other parent does it and it's not part of the routine. They go into autopilot and they go straight into work and they just completely forget. Um, and it seems really hard for us to, you know, to kind of fathom you can do this, but it happens. Um, one of my students actually, uh, Castle Williams, who just graduated, um, actually interviewed a bunch of people about this. And, you know, most people see this as a really serious problem, leaving a child in a hot car, but they don't see that it can happen to them. And I think that's mm. really critical with this idea of forgetting that, it, it, you know, any, this could happen to any of us. We all have to be really careful about this. So Rhonda, with all that information in mind, uh, what is the meaning of our slogan, Look Again? You know, it's just a simple message to anyone caring for a child, child care programs, teachers, parents, and grandparents, just anyone, to always account for the children in your care as you drive them from place to place. Um, when you arrive at your destination, just check the front seat and the back of your car, and after you look, just be sure to look again. We know there's absolutely no reason for a child to suffer or to die in these, these conditions. To say we're that busy is just inexcusable. So please look again. You know, one of the things we try to emphasize every year is this is not a problem limited to summer months, especially here in Georgia. Uh, Rhonda, I know we've seen many cases, um, even in what some might consider the winter months, but the temperatures were still in the 70s. And as Dr. Grunstein pointed out about the greenhouse effect, you can still have serious problems. Right. Absolutely. It's just not targeted to um, child care. It's um, anybody. As I heard Dr. Andy say, um, your grandparent, your, your um, mother, you're just going from place to place. And so this is subject to anybody. It's just not child care. Right. So Dr. Grunstein, what would you say to someone who says, I'm only dashing into a store for a quick purchase. I'll be right back. It's just too much trouble to unload the child and take them with me. I know you said you had two children as well. I do as well. And I, I have to say it is can be a hassle uh, to get them in and out of a car seat. But um, what, what would be your warning to parents that had that in mind? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll echo that. You know, I'm I'm the parent of two boys, and I completely understand you know the hassle. You know, especially when they're younger. You know, getting them into the store, and you think it's just going to be a minute. Uh, just out, don't do it. Uh, cars heat up extremely rapidly and can get really dangerous, especially in the summer when it's hot out. And the other thing is that you know, you might get stuck in the store longer than you anticipate. So it's just absolutely not worth it to leave your kids in the car. It's just far too dangerous. And I guess uh, one thing we could do today, uh, like you said, so many people say, 
you know, they're a little dismissive of this and say, it can't happen to me. I would never forget. What are some things that parents and caregivers can do to help prevent vehicular heat stroke? Sure. And I I think what you do to prevent it depends on the circumstance. So I, I think the easiest thing is when you go home, lock your car door so the kids can't get in there. Um, I'd say number two, uh, put a cell phone or purse or something in the backseat of the car uh, to remind you to you know look again, to check the car to make sure you know no child is in the backseat. And I think this is especially important to keep in mind when you're changing your routines. And I think the third thing is, you know, kind of going back to the previous point we were talking about at the store, it's never, ever safe to leave your child unattended in a car. So, you know, even for a second, don't do it. We also like from Safe Kids Worldwide, the acronym ACT, A-C-T, avoid heat stroke, create reminders, take action. And uh, your counterpart, Jan Nall at uh, San Jose State University has created a website called noheatstroke.org. And if uh, parents, caregivers are listening and you'd like more information and an awful lot of great research dating back to about 1998, I believe, uh, go to noheatstroke.org. Uh, for more information on that. Dr. Grinstein, I want to change uh, our path just a little bit. Um, It's my understanding you've also researched heat-related fatalities in sports. Can that be prevented as teams begin limited summer practices now? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and let me give you a a great example. Um, The state of Georgia led the country in the number of athlete heat deaths for many years. Um, And in 2012, the Georgia High School Association adopted a new heat policy. And since that point, there hasn't been a single athlete heat death when they were following that policy. And so I think organizational guidelines are really important for our young athletes. Um, And some of the key things that that should be in part of a good policy are that there should be an adjustment period so the players can get used to the heat, usually about a week or so. Um, The activity should be adjusted based on weather conditions. So as it gets hotter, Um, They get more rest breaks. They should have unlimited water breaks um, and have a plan if a player does have heat stroke and know exactly what you do and who you call. One thing I wanted to ask, I know you're a professor of geography. Is it normal for a geography professor to also specialize in, you know, applied climatology, meteorology? (laughs) What what is the path for that? No, absolutely. Um, so I, my uh, subfield within geography is actually climatology, and that has been historically kind of housed in, in geography because, you know, as a climatologist, we're looking at the climate and weather in different parts of the world and different parts of the country. Um, and within my field of climatology, there's a, a, a smaller group of people that study applied climatology, which looks at how weather and climate can affect people's health and safety. And that's sort of where I, I fall in there. And so as you know, we've been discussing, a lot of my work is about looking at how weather and climate affects people's health and safety with heat. Um, but I also look at you know, other, other um, things that can affect health. And in your research, are you finding that technology is lending a, a helping hand here in terms of uh, maybe some type of built-in equipment in vehicles or phone apps that we could use, that kind of thing? It seems like there's a lot of promising ideas out there, um, and I hope in the future you'll start seeing you know cars equipped with these types of devices. Um, but I think in the short term, I don't think we can completely rely on technology. I think just 
you know, setting up, you know, visual cues and reminders um, to ourselves to, to check for the children is, is really critical because you've got a huge, you know, fleet of cars out there that aren't equipped with, you know, special, special sensors. So um, I think until we get to a point where we've got very reliable technology, I think we just need to stick to some good old fashioned approaches of remembering to, you know, look again, look behind, you know, for children in the back seat. And then one last reminder, and this is always important in our campaign, if you see a child alone in a vehicle, call 911. I think there's been some reluctance on the part of the general public in the past because they didn't know, you know, to the commissioner's question a minute ago, they didn't know if it was a quick run into the store, they didn't want to be embarrassed, it's none of my business, that kind of thing. But you literally could save a life. So let's make sure that um, that we're doing that. It's a great opportunity for public awareness, and we hope you'll help us spread the word. Uh, again, you can go to our website at decal.ga.gov or visit noheatstroke.org for more information. And remember to always look again, never leave a child alone in a vehicle, even for a minute. Rhonda, Dr. Grunstein, thank you so much for being with us this week. And and lending your expertise to uh, to this important topic. Well, thank you for having me. Thank, yeah, thank you for having us. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hello, my name is Shonda Matthew, and I work for Child Care Services Division in the Atlanta office. My question for the commissioner is, what type of things have you and your family been doing to keep busy during this pandemic and quarantine? And secondly, I'm curious to know if this is the most difficult thing you've had to navigate through as a leader. Thank you. Well, thanks, Shonda, for your questions. Uh, so as far as my family goes and um, how we keep busy, so obviously work is keeping me uh, pretty busy um, during the week and even sometimes on weekends. But um my children are, uh, they have some summer work they have to do because, you know, summer slide is a real thing. So they're having to do some schoolwork to keep their skills fresh and in some reading. I've got them some, a 500 piece puzzle that I don't know if they were too happy about, but um, I had to do something to keep them off electronics all day. Um, but we do a lot of outside time and try to go to the neighborhood pool. And my daughter has learned to ride a bike during this time. So um, and I try to make sure um, I get some exercise every day as well. Um, as far as um, have I ever experienced anything like this as a leader? No, absolutely not. Never even expected that uh, we would have to be dealing with um, a public health crisis um, under my leadership at DECAL. But I feel like we've uh, made some really good decisions. Uh, we've done really well at communicating and supporting not only our employees, but uh, the child care community as well. So definitely nothing uh, that I had ever expected Um would happen in my lifetime, uh, but it'll be something to remember for sure. And I think we will all feel good about how he responded from decal. So no doubt this is the most challenging situation you've, you've faced. Yeah. You know, I can't think, I mean, of course we've had challenges, um, but I can't think of anything else that uh, <laughs> was a, you know, a national, almost worldwide public health emergency. I mean, I've never experienced a public health emergency um, in my entire life to this magnitude. And then you, you know, combine that with the economic issues, which affects our state budget, um, in a whole new way to work as well. You know, we send, send everybody home, um, and it's working well, but there's definitely an adjustment period to that. So definitely not definitely, 
uh, should probably take better notes so we can reflect on uh, lessons learned through all this. You know, while we're talking about it, we had a very unusual legislative session uh, this year with uh, the break that the General Assembly had to take and then come back and kind of rush through uh, the final days. But um, we had a lot of good news for decal. We did, you know, so all the state agencies were required to submit 14% budget reductions and uh, the governor was able to reduce that to 11. Uh, so, and specifically for Georgia pre-K, um, lottery revenues fund Georgia pre-K, as everyone knows, and they were not impacted like state general funds um, at all. And so we weren't we were very pleased that we did not have to impact um, the pre-K school year or teacher planning days or number of slots in classrooms. So pre-K is uh, good to go for next school year. Obviously, we'll have to deal with any changes um, COVID related or um, any school system changes as they're dealing with budget issues as well. But definitely very positive news from the budget front uh, for Georgia pre-K. And it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. What is the name of Georgia's public awareness campaign to never leave a child alone in a vehicle, even for a minute? What is the name of Georgia's public awareness campaign to never leave a child alone in a vehicle, even for a minute? Email your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers, and we will award you a nice prize. Thanks for playing, and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.